Welcome to We Are Venomaniacs, the Venom Site's official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. In this podcast series, a few of the fan club's esteemed and brave members take to the airwaves to discuss symbiote-related comics, movies, cartoons, games, and more. We also provide new updates on fresh media and merch, all, of course, about symbiotes all the time. My name is Orion, and I'm joined today by Carlos, Tyler, Aaron, and John. Say hi, guys. What up, guys? Hello. Hey, hey. All right. So in today's episode, we're reviewing the first issue to Marvel's newest Venom comic book series by Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman, which you can which you can pick up at your local comic book shop today or online. Uh, Mike Costa's Venom series ended two weeks ago with issue number one sixty five, which featured the first appearance of Venom uh, in his brand new. Uh, unnamed symbiote spawn today's issue of venom which is dual numbered as issue number one and number 166 picks up several months after the end of issue 165 venom and eddie have hit a rough patch in their relationship as an ancient terror from the symbiote's past has reared its ugly head once more so let's get to it is this the eddie brock venom series we've all been waiting for since eddie became venom again and is this Eddie's Rick Remender moment. So, who wants to begin? Well, who who says I was waiting for Eddie to become Venom again? <laughs> <laughs> I th- yeah, I, I would say that um, I, I've voiced this many times before, but him becoming Venom again was very bittersweet for me. It's like it's like a step back, but it's a it, it's a feel good step back. It's like oh, it's something familiar, something I can latch on to. Uh, for me, like this, this is pretty much a way more uh, darker story. Uh, because when I went to pick up this issue, I was kind of excited just to know what was going to happen in this, and this really did not disappoint. This was a really, really good issue, just off the bat, like all around. And I'll agree to that. And I'm just riding this Eddie hype train all the way through with the movie, all these venomized venom. Venom burst things were still hot on the tails of Brock. Having ourselves a Brock high. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought the comic was great. I really, like, this is the best Eddie comic in a long time. Like, I, I still liked, I, overall, I would say I liked Mike Costa's stuff, but a lot of it was just, eh, middle of the road. But this, like, this has got me so interested in what's going on and, like, I think one of my favorite things is is that it's using the Project Rebirth stuff, and we're getting into that backstory. Says the Flash fan, though. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, there's there, like I love that one string of panels where it's it's like, wait, you're not Flash Thompson. That's disappointing, but you'll have to do. Like I love that. He's not Flash Thompson. He's better than Flash Thompson. Yeah, because I like the fact how when I was reading this, I'm like they bring back, they referenced. Um, the whole uh, Super Soldier project with uh, Flash when he got the Venom symbiote, but it wasn't just him because apparently there were other soldiers who were bonded with these other symbiotes at the time, and he wasn't the first or any, or something like that. But and then now, again, the Venom symbiote is still not telling Eddie all, like what's really going on, and that's what really has me intrigued with this story. And uh, obviously. One thing I really liked about this issue than Costa's run is that this is more of a darker tone because Eddie is 
still having complications with Venom, and there's something going on that happened like many, many, many years ago in the distant past. And uh, you know, I, I thought that was pretty interesting, and the fact that we got to see this new language that Venom is speaking, this new symbiote language of some sort, and I just found that very interesting. So, yeah, definitely, it's it's pretty cool that we're we're finally getting some more backstory, especially like I feel like this is going to be looking into perhaps symbiote lore and culture. You know the 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 legends of the symbiotes because uh, as revealed towards the end of the book, some sort of symbiote god is coming. Right, and like what you want to say about the last run? So like I think um, like what you guys just said, it was the middle, but Eddie ready to have like middle road stories. That's pretty good for him because, like, what we had in the 90s and, like, the 2000s <laughs> were pretty awful. So there's really nowhere he can go but but up from here, I think, honestly. Uh, uh, so, like, unless his first issue is a fluke and the rest is, you know, awful, you know, with some other series like Venomverse or Venomize, I think this is going to be really, really good. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, I've, I'm really hoping that this won't bite me later on, but... I'm saying in Cates and Stegman, I trust. Oh, oh, definitely, I second that. Yeah, for for sure. It's just he's got me intrigued. He's he's, he's introducing new stuff that I think is really neat ideas, and it's just I, I'm just really excited to see where this goes. So I do want to throw out the word retcon at all. Uh, I don't know because uh, we uh, J- uh, John and I were talking about that earlier. Uh, uh, online and it's like I think that word gets thrown around a lot and not many people really understand what it really means. Um, where like this whole business about that that it began back in Guardians of the Galaxy by Brian Michael Bendis and when he introduced the symbiote's true home world and their name and everything and it's be- and it spun out from there. People have been calling all this Clintar uh, lore a retcon of what was. Uh, what was uh, done in the past with the Planet of the Symbiote storyline where uh, a rogue uh, a rogue group of um, of symbiotes uh, evil symbiotes tried to take over Earth. Now um, what Bendis did was not a retcon I would say. It's additive to the story mm-hmm. without changing anything from the past. Um, he's he was establishing that there is another faction, perhaps the base faction of of the symbiotes, the Clintar, that are uh, actually good, and these uh, evil groups that we've seen in Planet of the Symbiotes and in Minimum Carnage are just that, they're evil factions. So, um, I think what Cates did to, um, with this run uh, so far in this first issue is it's still additive, because we know very little about symbiote culture or 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 the mythology or anything about that and even with Venom's past we know very little about anything pre secret wars pre battle world so we're getting to learn a lot more about Venom's past and about symbiote lore in general well, right like really say like it's a retcon because you know like like um the new character Rex was saying what's its name Maybe it has a name. Why wouldn't it have a name? We just don't know what it is. 
It's uh, never been brought yeah, up so, except for Space Knight. Which was kind of thrown away at the same time, but uh, yeah. Um, Here, here's the thing with the Bendis, uh, because I fully believe that is 100% a retcon. Because... In the previous plan of the symbiote story, like he basically laid out, he's like, "Yeah, my race is one of conquerors. I'm a defect. Like I'm not like like them, and that's the rest of my race is like that." And mm-hmm. so, introducing that his race is originally good, that is a retcon. It's retroactively changed in continuity. Yeah. Well, but... we could say like Venom even existing is a retcon because at the very start, the symbiote died when it left Peter in the church bell. Then you know, like a year later, oh well, actually. It's still alive. It found this new guy. And yeah. then maybe it found Deadpool and all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, I, oh, God, no. <laughs> but it's, it's just... A, symbiote continuity, especially, is is very messed with a lot of the time. And so it's just... We're, I don't think we should get into the exact definition of the retcon, but, uh, but like, it could be argued that this is a retcon. For, yeah. But but yeah, in in this story specifically, as a symbiote, you might say it's just really formless. Like it just like folks just oh, yeah, they make like, like something new and they just run with it. It seems yeah. like you know. Oh, now it needs to eat brains or stuff that's in chocolate, or it can eat adrenaline now, and then so it's it, or it, it doesn't eat things at all, or it eats people, or you know it it feeds on emotions, or yeah, yeah. yeah so I feel like that Kate's is going to try to set things straight. With the series, because you know the 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 question of the symbiote's name wasn't the only thing that was brought up. You know, what's its diet and what's its ideal temperature? What and all that stuff's like okay. So it sounds like and, we might get things set straight. Like we're gonna set this continuity straight. And and also too, like we don't even know how how exactly how old the venom actually is. Because I'm actually curious, how old is he? You know, so. Yeah, and like I, in this issue number one, I wouldn't call much of the stuff in here retcons because it's like introducing a new ancient symbiote that we've never heard of. That's not like a retcon. That's just saying, oh, this happened. You just didn't know about it. And so, and then, but the only thing I would sort of call a retcon in this issue would be the he he just mentions that the symbiote like it, it continues the thing is like oh there was a host before even he got to Peter which I never really liked that idea that was introduced in Space Knight that it bonded with someone a, a non-human first before even encountering Peter but that's well, I mean, uh, yeah well it did in like Planet of the Symbiotes remember they they had like the purple aliens and he was on one of the purple aliens and they got him off that alien because well, at first I, I always, always thought that was said, an example like, of another symbiote. His host, so obviously he had a host before, but he was just nicer with it, where the other ones wanted to suck their host dry. I so, I, I, I just first, always really like the idea of Peter being the first host this thing had. That's just me. But that wouldn't really make sense because then they wouldn't know that that he was a nice. Well, why not? Couldn't yeah, couldn't he have just said like, "I want to join with someone"? They're like, "That's gross." So, <laughs> but anyway, and so like he like says that out loud, like, "What?" You know, you know, shun the non-believer. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, so John, what what are your thoughts? Because we uh, we haven't heard uh, much from you so far. <laughs> well, to bring it kind of back to uh, this issue, I'd say like. Uh, I see a lot of people having trouble with, like, quote-unquote retcons and stuff. But for this specific instance, 
I think some people are having trouble accepting the fact that Eddie doesn't know everything about the symbiote. And this is just from general stuff that I've read. But um, uh, Eddie's getting told off by this Rex character. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone always thought, like, well, Eddie Brock has been with the symbiote the longest, so he ought to know uh, everything that there is to know. He should be the master of symbiotes, right? And uh, what this comic is kind of showing is that that's not really the case. What we have here is symbiotes have been around a lot longer than we thought they were uh, for who knows how long, right? Like, almost looked like those photos were from, like, Nam. Who knows how long ago those photos were taken, right? Uh, But they've been around for a long time, which is uh, kind of a new thing, right? Like, I don't think symbiotes have been established to be on Earth so long ago. Yeah, before before this issue, as far as we knew, Crowbot was the first symbiote to ever visit uh, Earth. Oh, that's right. (laughs) That's canon. Everyone forgets about that. Poor (laughs) Crowbot. There's Dreadface, too. Was he before that, too? I don't... No. He's a real symbiote, are we? (laughs) Uh, Dreadface came after Venom. Yeah, definitely. Right, okay, okay. Oh, and... um, Oh yeah, go on. Sorry. No, I was going to say, but then what about that uh, bounty hunter from uh, Poison X? Because doesn't yeah. doesn't he know Venom too? Because they never really finished that whole plot hole or whatever. See if we ever that, get a follow up yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. We in like X Men Blue now because they're kind of still on that. But no. well, anyway. But but here's the thing about the Project Rebirth stuff, like the soldiers throughout history. I think it's a really cool idea. Like, there's always been these black ops soldiers throughout history. Like, and it reminds me a lot of what they did with Iron Fist and Ghost Riders. Like, yeah, there's been a, a bunch of Iron Fist throughout the ages and Ghost Riders from all t- all throughout time. And so, I, I just think it's a really cool idea. And to me, it makes sense why they would have come up with the Agent Venom idea with Flash. Or like, because they've done this before. And like, because I always feared, like, wow, they sure figure out how to do a, a like drug and alien symbiote really easily. It's like, oh wait. They've done this before, and then obviously they were ready to do it again, and then with the Mercury team immediately after. So it, I think it's a really neat idea. And then an, an artistic detail I really like is that um, in the picture, you can see they don't all look like stereotypical like symbiotes with the big eyes. They just have like small normal eyes. And so it's like, it's like yeah, because these ones didn't have... Like, a lot of people do that. We're like, oh yeah, all symbiotes have the big Spider-Man eyes, but no. Like, so I, I really like that. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be really interesting to see um, more of these symbiote soldiers from the past because it's like I mean I get the that a lot of people are like oh no they're introducing more symbiotes into these stories like we already have a, a deluge of them but no 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 we 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 need, it's cool to see how the symbiotes are are more integral to Earth's history than we realized. Like, I mean, not not like history broadly, but we, we've seen so far that they at least appeared back in the Nordic uh, era um, when the uh, when the Vikings, and even, I guess, with Beowulf, and there's that whole mis- mythology of Beowulf, Grendel, and all that. So it's really cool to see that symbiotes um, have had some part in, in human history, at least. And I think uh, one thing that this also does uh, that some people might like and some people might hate is that it helps uh, remove Venom from Spider-Man even further, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, uh, 
you know, we don't need Spider-Man for symbiotes to have their own lore, right? Like, all these guys existed way before Spider-Man got his symbiote. So you don't need Spider-Man in this story, right? You need the guy who has experience with symbiotes. Uh, and so I actually enjoy that, because I really do think... I love Venom versus Spider-Man just as much as the next guy, but I love world building for Eddie and for the symbiote. Like, they yeah. get to deal with their own stuff. It's not a Spider-Man thing. Even Rex kind of pokes fun at him. He's like, all you know is spider symbols and web or whatever, or teeth. Um, and it's kind of cool that, like, Eddie gets to see a world where, like, it's not all about Spider-Man. It's about his symbiote. It's about symbiote lore. You know, yeah. it's about him as a character. And so, like, that's, to me a great advantage because we don't have to deal with Spider-Man poking his head in or anything, even though that's going to happen within the next three issues. Yeah. I, well, I, I, felt, um, I felt like, well, Peter, um, Rex, but, yeah. I felt like Rex coming into this issue. It felt a lot like when Nick Fury showed up at the end of Iron Man one, <laughs> it's like you are part of a much bigger world than you realize. I, I yeah. really hope Rex doesn't turn out to be evil. I don't want that to happen. Well, I, I sort of have will. a feeling because the story arc is named Rex. Yeah, yeah. Just I, I'm just hoping that's like a double entendre where it's like where it's it's Rex's name, but also there's this monstrous symbiote. So I'm hoping it's just like a te- like a little thing like that. Well, if the new so like if the god suits like needs a host, I would assume it, it would go to him. But I, I mean, I that's don't know. true. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it going either way for sure. I think, regardless, I think we can all. I think we all agree that he's a pretty awesome character so far. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I just I mean, wish the... issue two would be out right now. I like. I want to read <laughs> issue two right now. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And just, uh, I, I want. Uh, I want to go back to the beginning of the issue where, at first, we get like this, uh, like this symbiote that's sort of going crazy again, and I, I didn't love that at first, but. Especially since we we sort of just have that with the Costa thing, right? Where it's oh, yeah. symbiote's going crazy and violent, and so we're and getting that like weird. Woohoo! You know, it, no more fighting, no more evil stuff. And then yeah, yeah, and then immediately it's just going crazy again. But I I think they're doing a more unique thing with it. Like here's there's a straight up explanation for it right here. It's not just symbiote's getting more corrupt. It's there's something affecting the symbiote, and it's affecting all these other symbiotes as well. And right. so, and. Can, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I, I, I was like, you go ahead because I was going to ask a question. Well, I think I think something interesting, kind of like shower thoughts here, that I was thinking about. There's a lot of uh, parallels between this issue and Venom 150. Uh, now, hear me out, mm-hmm. real quick. Um, both of them start out with like Eddie having a dream, you know, and waking up to his other, and like going out and fighting crime and then losing control, right, in some way or another. Mm. Uh, but the difference is, I think, like, the specific difference here is that the previous Costa run didn't really explain very well why Venom was out of control. Yeah. I don't think we even got a solid answer at the end of the run. It was kind of just like, oh, you are sick because of your FBI stuff, and then it was something else, and then like he was... The- from the home world and Lee Price and yeah. Right, like was it Lee Price that recorrupted it? Like it didn't make much sense and at the end they were just like, Oh, you're cured, we don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Anti Venom like, cured you, I guess. You know, it's like amazing. Right. But with this issue, we explore immediately what's wrong. We're given 
like we don't know for sure what it is but the whole point is to explore what's wrong with it right like we're getting a definite answer to what's going on and i think it's just a lot more interesting and a lot more solid uh in that regard. See, that, that's the problem that I had. It's like, okay, well, but Eddie went through all that trouble, got the cure from that doctor, um, and then out of nowhere it just gets recorrupted in this issue, and it's just like, well, now we got to start all over again, but there's at least there's a reason for that. So, well, Right. Well, right. well, I don't think it's going to stay that way. Like, I think once they get rid of this new threat, like, everything's going to go back to normal. Yeah. But. yeah, and I will say though, I I really like that Jack, like this Jack o' Lantern poser, was the one that set it off. Like the symbiote's yeah, like, like I I freaking hate that guy. <laughs> like, mm. but um, but yeah, the question I was going to ask, speaking of all the possessed crazy symbiote, what does everyone think of that design of this like spiral thing? I, I mentioned like it before. I mentioned it before earlier. Um, the whole spiral motif on its face. It reminds me of uh, another Venom analog created by a uh, co-created by Tarot McFarlane, The Haunt. If anyone remembers that. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, but in the in Space Night, when what 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 was that mercenary's name? Like Mer- Mercurio? <laughs> Who knows? Didn't he yeah, have like a spiral design on the symbiote? Hmm. Uh, like on his chest, stuff. Something yeah. like that. I mean, I I didn't really mind. I didn't really mind it. It did look odd and out of place, but again, it was something new and fresh. So well, I'm I not going to complain. Right. Um, I did appreciate the shot where uh, where Rex was aiming at him, and he aimed for the bullseye, and it like <laughs> hit the right in the middle. So I did appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of like how the spider symbol almost looks like a dragon on him mm-hmm. with the red. And so, and just, but the the big giant vein things look really creepy, and I really, my only, I, I don't want to say problem with it, just my, a nitpick I would say with the, 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 the spiral seems kind of almost too obvious for like a hypnosis sort of thing, being under a spell. And yeah. I, I think something that like, maybe, maybe vary that up a bit or something, like make it like have multiple eyes like a spider or something, I don't know, I think that... It's just a little basic to me, I think. But st- it's, I still think it looks so cool with all the pores and everything. Like, I'll say the art for this issue is outstanding. Like, outstanding. I, I, I already loved Ryan Stegman, but with the with this combination of Ryan putting out his best work and then also the the, the inkers and colorists, they this is one of the most pretty books I've ever seen. As, like, I've, as I've seen in one review, it's like... This is amazing. This is event series amazing, and this isn't even event series. This is uh, an ongoing title. This like, is like amazing that, artwork. That one the, spread we have of him stopping the truck—that's oh, yeah. so awesome. And, and I can tell too, like the colors, like it's so much different from Venom Inc. compared to this, and it's just more vibrant and just more of a dark setting and that's what i love about it so yeah it definitely sets the tone like it's extremely good at that mm. so what's the symbiotes you know like the ones in the trucks i really like how their masks two of the masks also kind of merged with like the veins on their bodies i thought that was a nice artistic like detail they had on like the oxygen masks like yeah just like, like hanging around their bodies them. yeah and um, I do like how Sigmund draws the symbiote, you know, having um, where he has like an expressive face, you know, like like uh, yeah. like how the time like in Venom Inc. He had like the cute face, and we all like that face. Like he's drawing more of those. 
in the yeah. given this series. I like those expressive symbiote faces. Besides just having that like sharp teeth, evil looking face. Oh, and another marked improvement. Not once did Eddie call it symbiote my love. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, Donnie. There's thank still you. Time. <laughs> I'm glad that it's, we're not doing that anymore. That was getting a bit incessant. <laughs> well, man, I liked it. I just wish the symbiote would call him, you know, his love back. <laughs> My you know, show some love toward Eddie's way instead of just saying, "Okay, no, I draw sure, the line I guess. I guess I love you." I mean, I don't know. I'm not ready to settle down yet. Find <laughs> some more hosts, maybe. In fact, I think it felt like the symbiote was much more affectionate towards Eddie this time around. Especially because it's it's in this confusing state right now. It's, it's, be, it's mind is basically being corrupted invaded by some unknown force. And it's feeling a bit more dependent on Eddie and uh, a bit more tender towards him, I think. Yep. And then, uh, not to mention too, it's like, isn't this like maybe third, um, second or third time Eddie gets stabbed in the chest yet again? <laughs> Getting impaled. <laughs> Yeah. 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 He, must, he must be getting annoyed. He's trying to like, fill the hole and he says, like, I'm going to fix you, Eddie, and he's trying to... So, so Donnie, if you're listening to this wound. right now, I, I'd say make some sort of little offhand joke the next time you decide to impale Eddie. He's like, he's like come on, again? <laughs> again with this, yeah. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, definitely, it's... uh. This has been a spectacular first issue. Um, we get a lot of great Eddie time. We get um, symbiote time. We get uh, lore um, building. We get a brand new awesome looking character here, Rex. And then we have uh, on the precipice the symbiote god appearing. That's yeah, somehow I'm, connected. To I'm the- extremely mm-hmm. excited to see the full design of that thing. Like We just get a tease of it on the last page and the first pages. But I, I'm really excited to see like if this thing is like some sort of dragon or something. I'm, oh, I'm really fun. excited to see what Ryan yeah. Stake does with that. I have a feeling that if it, when uh, Eddie does meet this Simia guy, he's gonna probably just shit his pants and be like, "Oh fuck." Uh, so one yeah. one thing um, that we were debating about earlier was, you know, when the question came up of how old is the Venom symbiote, and then we're thinking. Uh, it's experiencing these memories from uh, from an age long past uh, when this ancient symbiote was terrorizing the Vikings. Um, like, how old is the symbiote? Is, are those its memories? Is it terrorizing the Vikings, or is that the symbiote god? Because um, my 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 theory was that it, these are not its personal memories. Because if you remember, symbiotes have a genetic memory. Uh, that's how they get this. The, um, that's how like Carnage and 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 all the other all the other offspring of Venom get spider powers because of the genetic memory. Um, so uh, I'm pretty sure that what we're seeing in the beginning with the flashbacks, uh, the, the, the dream sequence, I think that's a genetic memory that um, the symbiote isn't as old as that, but um, that the uh, that. One of its ancestors probably experienced the symbiote god, and so now it's experiencing those um, memories. Yeah, I, I think yeah. the exact same thing. Like, I, it, I don't think it's the, the Venom symbiote at all in the beginning. It's just a genetic memory from one of its an, like one. This thing might be like, like 
the grandfather to a bunch of symbiotes. Like, this might be one of the first. Like, I don't know, like, however they call it a god. It might be, like, one of the very first symbiotes or something that somehow got stranded on Earth. Probably. Or what, or, and, and, just, and just the presence of this thing coming back in this issue is what triggers those nightmares. It's, like, just the presence of it being near. So, yeah, in fact, I would, I would venture to say, like, I've always had this fun little story idea about um, the heart of darkness for the symbiotes where we have these two factions of the Clintar. We have the good faction, and then we have the evil spacefaring faction. And I always had this idea that, you know, maybe there's a root of all the evil. Like, there's a, there's a, there's a single corruptor who started this entire evil faction that Venom was once a part of. And perhaps the symbiote god is that original corruptor. That's why it's called a god. Hmm. Who knows? That's a fun idea. But also, I want to bring up like something too. But what about the whole? Because uh, those whole Vikings, they were running away from that symbiote, and then one of them was shouting Beowulf. Do you guys think that has a connection to that? Well, uh, I. But... I, I I, I've seen theories uh, online about it might be related to Grendel in the Beowulf lore. Right, yeah. And so, like, because I, I, th- I think from my vague recollection, uh, recollection, I, I think Grendel was, like, weak to sound or something, or, like, singing. Yeah. So uh, that's what I've seen thrown around. Yeah, so, so I was seeing that maybe Beowulf had the Venom symbiote when it was on Earth, and then Grendel had, like, the symbiote god and they're gonna like refight you know in this series but yeah so i I, I just something i saw but yeah so anyways any uh any lasting thoughts on this before we move on well one thing i'd quickly like to mention um i liked from the from like the little what, what do you call that the little like intro to the comic with the big splash page I like how, because I remember in one of the Mike Costa issues, they say how the Venom made Spider-Man more aggressive, and I really hated that, because that's mm. definitely not what happened. But in this, they got rid of that. So it doesn't say it's any, it just, yeah. <laughs> he did, yeah, it just like, Spider-Man just rejected trying to bond with Spider-Man. Yeah, it, it just said it was trying to read his mind and make their union permanent, and then Spider-Man yeah. rejected it. So it's a much more clearer vision of the truth, except, you know, Eddie Brock obviously blaming Spider-Man. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um... Otherwise, uh, I think it's a good time. Perhaps let's all give this. We will all give this our own uh, review. Uh, basically, um, from one to five stars, what what is your review? Uh, you can say what you liked about the story, what you liked about the art, whatever. What get what goes into into your rating for this? So let's go ahead and start with um, let's start with Aaron. What what was your review? I would say it's five out of five by all the issues, by all the variants, you know, even the virgin variants, by all the, you know, all, all the covers you can get, you know, stack up, guys. It's going to be worth a whole lot later down the line. Buy more issues. Support us. We need that second printing variant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <Definitely>. please. <laughs> and then, uh, how about you, Tyler? All right, I'd give this five out of five stars. Like, despite very minor nitpicks with it, I'd. I've already gushed about how much I love this thing. And like and you speak of variants and stuff, like I'm a guy who almost never buys variants ever. Mm. I bought like two thirty dollar variants and the normal issue, so mm-hmm. I, I'm so excited for this. Alright, and uh Carlos. 
Yeah, no, definitely. I'm going to be giving this a five stars. This is this is a great way to start off a new, fresh start for Venom. And yeah, I, I was able to get a couple of variants myself. I, I hope this does get a second printing, which I have a good feeling it will. Um, oh, and also I want to add, I'm kind of glad that we finally have Eddie with long hair again. Finally, it's been forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bring back the mullet. Uh, but yeah, no, this 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 issue was nice and dark. It was something fresh, and I I can't wait for more. So yeah, I, I give it a five stars. Awesome. And then John. Uh, yeah, well, I give it a six out of five stars. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I, it's one of those issues where I'd say you can buy it for the art alone because I thought it was so freaking cool and it's really cool to look at. It's one of those ones where you flip through and you'll find like a new detail every time you look through. It's very cool. But then on top of that, you have uh, Donny Cates, you know, fantastic writing. Uh, read his Thanos series, loved it, freaking can't wait for Cosmic Ghost Rider. And I love how we get to hear every single thought that goes through Eddie's head. It's very reminiscent of how, you know, Flash started off with Remender, where you just heard everything he thought. And so I love hearing Eddie just, like, afraid, like, wishing someone would kill him. I love, like, being in his head when that moment happens and him being super happy that he's in control and him and the symbiote get to work together. Like, it's so cool. I can't gush about it enough that you get to be, like you get to hear him say, like, where he is with the relationship. It's just really good writing, fantastic art, and I really can't wait for more. Yeah, definitely, and I'll give it five stars myself. Um, my thoughts reflect all of your guys' thoughts, um, especially I'll, I'll give props to Ryan and to Donnie. Um, they have been superb when it comes to marketing Venom, like, you go onto Twitter and, and you'll see like they are constantly pushing this book, and, and it's it is fun better interaction. than Watchmen. Better than Watchmen, that's right. It is better than Watchmen. It is always better than Watchmen. <laughs> so I think yeah. then um, we can say the We Are Venom Maniacs official rate for this book, Venom number one or number one sixty six, uh, is a five stars out of five stars. Perfect score. Good job, Donnie and Ryan and company everyone involved great job so with that um i think we have a, a little more time perhaps if we want to um go off the rails a little bit and discuss one of the uh more pressing matters and that is the first venom trailer for the movie oh okay okay so let's hear everyone's thoughts on that one um i i guess i'll go first so um i would say i really liked the trailer definitely um I don't think oh, there's anything I would cut say. Cut out there. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. Uh, can so, anybody hear me? Uh, yeah, we, we can hear you, yeah. yeah. All right, excellent. Um, so, yeah, I definitely like the movie, uh, the, the, the trailer for it. Um, I, I can't find any faults with it so far, um, but I think I come with a bias. And those last seven seconds, oh my god, uh, that is fantastic. So, how about everyone else? Um, I'll go next. I'll, I, I will say, like, I'm just finally glad, glad we saw Venom at the end. I really do like his CGI look. But, however, I just, I, I'm kind of concerned. I don't want this movie to fail. I don't want this to bomb at the box office. I just want this to be decent. And at least have Sony, you know, at least push out a movie that they can get right because we all know what happened with Amazing Spider-Man 
and all the other movies they put out. So I, I'm I'm just gonna keep my fingers crossed. But again, like I said, I do love how Venom looks in a CGI form. They got it right, and I hope hopefully he has a spider logo. I I, I hope. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to stay sort of optimistic. Uh, you know, I'm I'm one of the biggest Eddie Venom fans out there, and I've bought posters already. I bought. Uh, you know shirts already so i've been spending money on this movie already but i the trailer it just looked like the movie just looked kind of plain you know like story wise but i'm still excited venom looked amazing and i liked how how he's very very accurate we are venom he's he's hearing voices in his head you know, like he has a tongue. Sometimes he doesn't have a tongue. So Venom looks and sounds amazing, but I'm not sure on the plot. You know, I'm going to watch it, you know, like opening night. I'm going to have, you know, my Venom cup and my Venom hat and my Venom, uh, <laughs> you know, Venom everything, right? We're so I'm going to see it out. six times in the theaters. But hey. so far, hey. the storyline, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm just staying, I'm staying casually optimistic. Hey Aaron, don't forget that. Don't forget to bring a cup of that brisk symbiote oh, yeah, uh, cherry. Yeah, brisk tea, dark, uh, symbiote cherry lime, dude. I'm gonna be sipping it all day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, John, how about you? Um, I said at the beginning of the year, I was just gonna try to ignore everything, and go into it with a positive attitude, and just kind of chill and enjoy it. And that's what I still plan to do, but I don't think the first trailer especially did not excite me. Uh, and this one, I agree with Aaron completely. I think he looks fantastic, and I think he sounds really, really cool. I'd say that's probably my ideal voice for Venom. Um, but otherwise, it some of the effects are pretty bad, like the motorcycle scene, like him pulling the motorcycle to himself or whatever. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I, I, can, I can say... This is the way I put it. I asked my friend, who's not a huge Venom fan, but he's a big movie fan, right? And he's seen all the MCU, he reads comics and stuff, but he's mostly a movie guy. And I asked him what he thought of the trailer. And he just, like, straight out said, like, it wasn't enough. Like, he didn't like it. He thought the effects for Venom at the end were okay, but that the story and stuff just didn't interest him. And so... There, there's bias on my end, but I'm kind of concerned about like the casual audience and how they feel about it. Like, are they, like I'm hoping you know that they get more excited about it. But from what I can tell, you know, talking with my friend, like he wasn't impressed, right? Like, uh, it just looked kind of generic action movie to him. But then with Venom at the end, yeah. So I think that's my main concern. You know, like what will the casual audience think? Because that's what's going to bring in the money. Otherwise, I thought the trailer was just fine. Yeah, I, um, yeah, yeah. I think I'll revise my statement in the beginning when I said I couldn't find any fault with the Venom movie. There is one fault, and I'm pretty sure everyone knows what that is. Oh, everyone wait, wait. agrees. I, is it is it the symbiote? Yes. Oh. The pronunciation of symbiote as oh. symbiote. Oh gosh, I cringed so hard at that part. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen. That's hey. not the right way to pronounce it. That's not the right way. Reshoot the entire movie. Sorry. <laughs> I'm back. Something was going weird with my connections, but I'm, I'm back now. 
Ah, okay. Well, we were just discussing how the one fault we can definitely all agree on was the pronunciation of symbiote. Oh, the symbiote. Symbiote. <laughs> and they really, like, they really n- nailed it. like, she really, like, emphasized that bi yeah. part. She's like, symbiote. Like, oh. It, it reminds me of the 90s cartoon a bit, how they always pronounce it symbiote, and I hated that. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. um... But no, I mean, I'm super... Lo- I, I mean, I I can't say I'm super looking forward to this movie. I have very mixed feelings on it, because I do feel like Venom's origin is missing something about Spider-Man. But, so I've had very low expectations, but I have said in the past that if this movie gives me a good-looking and sounding Venom, I'm probably going to be satisfied. And from that part at the end, that looked friggin' awesome. Like, right. I... I love how Venom looks, but unfortunately, I know he won't have the spider. I know he's not going to, and that makes me sad. But here's the thing, too. I've been again. I've been hearing around on social media and on the internet. They said that he's only going to be in the film for 15 minutes. I hope that's not the case, because if that if that happens, I'm going to be very disappointed. Venom in this movie has to be in the movie for a longer period of time. That's like the the original leak that was just full of garbage. Like (laughs) even even Tom Hardy disproved that. He's like, no, that's that's not the case. Yeah, I, I but I feel doubt it though. But. Yeah, that's what how I feel as well, Aaron. Like I, I wouldn't put it past them with like with yeah. these type of movies. Yeah. It's it's a lot cheaper to to show him at the end, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like he might be like halfway through the movie, they show him, but then he'll be away for another half of the movie, and so in total, he might show up for a total of fifteen minutes or so. Like I doubt we're gonna get like half a movie with Venom swinging around, you know? I, I mean, I just don't think, like, 30 minutes of Venom, I don't think that's out of, out, like, I don't think that's too out there. I think 30 minutes is, like, an acceptable amount. Like, oh, no. Thanos well, like, was, in, was in Infinity War for 30 minutes, and that, yeah, he, but that he felt had, like he was in plenty. But that was, like, billions that, of dollars. <laughs> but yeah. we also may just hear the symbiote's voice in Eddie's head. I mean, is that still acceptable? I think yeah, that's right. acceptable, yeah. I mean, if, if they get the relationship right, because I will say the trailer kind of worried me about that, how the Ven- Venom's like, no, we do whatever we want. Like, and I was like, eh, well, they're supposed to be working together. Well, I mean, they got to work on it, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's classic Marvel, you know? It's, it's a classic team. There's a disagreement in the beginning, but towards the end, it's like, they mesh together and they get the job Emo. done. I mean, it's I'm a first saying, encounter after all. The original Eddie in the comics that I know, he friggin' bond to that thing real fast. <laughs> well, we also had Spider-Man, so, you this know... Is true. Yeah, he was made then, to be a villain, so he had to work speaking, together. Speaking of Spider-Man, so do you guys believe the whole rumors that Tom Holland's gonna make a cameo I in this film? I don't believe it. I don't believe it for uh, a second. Me neither. Until I see him in that movie. Yeah, like... Yeah. At best, we're getting a background appearance of Tom Holland, who's not going to say anything. They're not going to show him. He's just going to be in the background. At best, yeah, yeah I, I doubt he's going to be. In don't it. know either way. I think he may have a scene, and, and depending on how screens go before the movie actually comes out, they they may say, "No, this is awful. Yank it out," or or like this is amazing. Let's just leave it in. And yeah, guys, but. Man, Spider Spider Man's dead. Remember? Oh no! Hey, spoilers, spoilers, man! <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now you got to put like a spoiler warning for an Infinity War for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> gosh darn it, Aaron! Hey, hey, was, remember, yeah, Aaron? Remember, gosh. remember one of his last words is, uh, "I don't want to go," and 
Where's he going? Oh, you know, he back to Sony. To Sony first. He back to Sony. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but anyways, I think that's a that's a good place to put a pin in it. Um, so with that. As always, thanks to my fellow hosts, Carlos, Tyler, Aaron, and John, for joining me today. And thanks to the Venom site for permitting us to make this podcast under the TVS banner and all of your generous support. And finally, thank you, loyal listeners and fellow Venomaniacs. You guys make an awesome community, and it's an honor to be your voice on the airwaves. Together, we are Venomaniacs.